0: Do you want to be a leader who gets noticed, gets things done, and gets real results? Then you need influence and authority. Join host Jennifer McClure to learn how to build authority, expand your influence, and increase your impact. This is the Impact Makers Podcast with Jennifer McClure. Hey there, Impact Makers. In the last episode of the Impact Makers Podcast, I asked the question, is it still possible to build your personal brand using social media? As I laid out in my conversation with you there, I definitely believe social media has changed and evolved over the last couple of decades, but I still think it's a valuable place to be so you can learn from and connect with others, establish your credibility, build your personal brand or your business brand, and grow your career. And while there are tons of places we can all hang out online these days, many of which offer limited value for our work pursuits. There's no doubt that LinkedIn, the, quote, professional social network that's been around since 2002, is still a place where you need to be visible online, and it's worth the investment of your time, especially if you're looking to grow your career or your business and to attract opportunities. But even though LinkedIn is pretty straightforward, you create a profile, you connect with people, you post and share your content, you may not be getting the most out of your time there that you could. If you were to create an intentional strategy for using LinkedIn, by doing so, you can use LinkedIn to build your credibility as a thought leader, your reputation as a business leader that others want to work with or do business with, and readily access a vast network of people and resources that you can utilize for free for your personal and professional development. So in this episode, I'm going to share some of my favorite tips and strategies for creating a LinkedIn profile that stands out, works for you, and increases your opportunities. In next week's episode, we'll discuss more about creating a connection strategy on LinkedIn to build a network of people you can learn from, do business with, or refer opportunities in your network. I'll also share what LinkedIn research reveals to be best practices, as well as some of my personal experience regarding what I've seen work in regards to how you can share posts, articles, newsletters, and other content on LinkedIn to build a solid brand as a thought leader and to generate more opportunities for yourself to do work that matters, creates impact, and is work that you love. So in this series, why am I dedicating one entire episode to your LinkedIn profile? Because there's a lot of ground that needs to be covered when it comes to your professional profile on LinkedIn, and it's extremely valuable online real estate. How valuable is your LinkedIn profile, you might ask? Well, using your phone right now, or if you're near your desktop, go to your favorite search engine. For example, Google. Type your name in quotes like, quote, Jennifer McClure, unquote, and hit enter. Unless you've got an extremely common name, you'll likely notice that the first page of search results for your name returns a number of social media profiles, which may include yours as well as others that share your same name. And included in those top 10 results is likely a link to your public LinkedIn profile or at least one created by one of your namesakes. For example, in my case, there are actually quite a few Jennifer McClures that have a pretty strong online presence, and while the search results for my name will vary somewhat from day to day, it's almost always the Jennifer McClure who owns the .com website for our name that comes up first, which is why I will forever be sad that I don't have it. JenniferMcClure.net, which is my website, typically shows up as the third result for my name, which is still pretty good. But do you know what almost always shows up as the number two search result for all Jennifer McClure's? Yep, you got it. My LinkedIn profile. So while Jennifer McClure, the photographer, will always own the most valuable real estate online for our name, unless I win the Mega Millions lottery someday and offer her enough money to part ways with it, my LinkedIn profile is still doing some heavy lifting for my personal and business brand all for free. Why is that? Well, I'm not an SEO expert, but from what I do understand, the fact that the LinkedIn website is trusted and highly active with over 850 million users clicking around on the site every day, Google believes that serving up a LinkedIn profile link high in search results for a person's name will likely be a strong match for whatever you're searching for. Couple that with the fact that I'm a very active user of LinkedIn with almost 30,000 first degree connections, over 200,000 followers. That's one of the best places for someone searching for me to start in order to determine if they've found the right person. So in summary, if you're a business professional, your best opportunity to get noticed online is to have a robust, fully complete and active LinkedIn profile. That goes for whether you're searching for your next job open to career growth opportunities or looking to grow your personal brand or your business. When I first started teaching workshops and training classes on building a personal brand, I would suggest that everyone buy their domain name, that is yourname.com, if it was available in order to avoid a similar fate to me of never being able to get it because the domain name will always index very high on online search results. However, If you can't do that, or you don't want to have your own website, you must create a great LinkedIn profile so you'll still show up if someone is searching for you. And the reality is people are searching for you online, or they should be, and you have a simple and free way available to you to deliver exactly the credibility, image, and authority that you prefer by being intentional about how you use LinkedIn. So what exactly makes for a great LinkedIn profile? From my research and also from my personal experience as an early adopter and power user on LinkedIn for over 15 years, by the way, I'm member number 5,852,039 on the platform. Here are the minimum steps you should take to make your LinkedIn profile work for you. First, use a professional headshot and a background photo, or at least a well done headshot if you don't want to use a professional. Your LinkedIn profile photo is your first chance to communicate that you're friendly, likable, and trustworthy, which, whether we like it or not, are attributes that are crucial to establishing credibility and connection. We've all heard that phrase, people do business with people that they know, like, and trust. So you want to do everything you can to establish that type of credibility in your personal and professional relationships, as well as online, which is where many first interactions occur these days. LinkedIn research shows that simply having a profile photo results in up to 21 times more profile views and nine times more connection requests. A side note here, I've often heard from busy professionals that they don't want to be found on LinkedIn or anywhere online. Well, that's certainly a good strategy if you're not open to opportunities or you don't want to connect with others that you can learn from or others who could help you. However, I don't think that most of us fall into that category. Especially not people who are listening to a podcast called Impact Makers. The trick is that you want to be found by the right people who have the right interests in connecting with you or following you. Following these steps that I'm going to share with you to create an effective profile will help with this. And remember, you can always have control over who you choose to connect with. So just because someone found your LinkedIn profile and trusted your beautiful profile photo enough to invite you to connect, It doesn't mean that you have to accept their connection request if you truly don't feel like there's any alignment or mutual benefit to be found. So without further ado, here are eight profile photo best practices straight from the LinkedIn talent blog, which you'll find linked in the show notes for this episode if you'd like to read more. Profile photo tip number one, pick a photo that actually looks like you. (laughs) Make sure that your LinkedIn profile photo is up to date and reflects how you look on a daily basis or at least on the days where you get ready for work. In other words, if you were planning to meet with someone today, would they be able to recognize you from your current LinkedIn profile photo? I know I've been catfished more than once when meeting someone in person that I'm connected with on LinkedIn, and they look nothing at all like their profile photo. Let's make sure that person is never going to be you. Show up online as you show up in real life. If you don't want your first impression to be that you misrepresented yourself as something that you're not. Profile photo tip number two. Use a high resolution image and make sure that your face takes up at least 60% of the frame. The ideal size for your LinkedIn profile photo is 400 by 400 pixels. If it's smaller than that, it's gonna be blurry. If it's not a square image, then your face will likely get distorted when it's resized by the back end of the website design. If you need help to get your profile photo to the optimum size for uploading, just Google something like, how do I resize my profile photo for LinkedIn? The internet is an amazingly helpful resource sometimes. Profile photo tip number three, be the only person in your profile picture. If you use a group photo as your profile picture, I'm not sure which one is you. For example, last week, someone connected with me on LinkedIn with a profile image of one person standing in the front and three others standing in a doorway behind her. Frankly, it looked kind of like a stock photo, but regardless, I had no idea which person she was or what message she was sending me by having people in the background. If you wanna include a team picture on your profile, use that one for your background image instead, which I'll talk about in a minute. Profile tip number four, get someone else to take the picture for you. Did you know that the front or the selfie camera on most phones produces a lower quality image than the rear camera? I didn't know that until I read it online. To remedy that, you could use the rear-facing camera and the built-in timer to take your own photo, but by getting someone else to take the picture for you, you'll likely find that your pose will be more natural and comfortable, and you also won't be out of breath from running from the camera to hit your pose on time. Profile tip number five, take the photo with the right expression. In other words, smile. Your profile picture is an opportunity to convey your personal brand. So if you consider your brand a little more serious, well then fine, it's okay to look serious in your profile photo. But generally speaking, smiling makes you look much more approachable. A recent study that was published in January 2023 of 800 profile pictures revealed that people view a person in a photo as more likable, competent, and influential if they're smiling in their picture. That same study also revealed that it's important exactly how you smile in your profile photo as well. I've linked to the article that outlines the survey results in the show notes below, but if you're interested, here's a great quote. Quote By far the most impactful characteristic we found in this study, though, is a particular kind of smile. A smile with teeth visible gains an average of plus 0.33 for competence, plus 1.35 for likability, and plus 0.22 for influence. To our surprise, a closed-mouth smile has about half the effect on likability and no statistically significant effect on competence or influence. Too much of a good thing can backfire, though. If you take your open-mouth smile one step further into a laughing smile, you'll get a likability push up to plus 1.49, but you'll lose gains on perceived competence and influence, unquote. Who knew smiling was so complicated, y'all? I mean, if all that sounds confusing... My best advice for you is just be yourself. Think happy thoughts. Look at the camera like you're seeing someone for the first time in a while that you like who's across the room. Don't go overboard and smile like you would like it's someone that you love. Just just someone you like. That should help you accomplish a smile that even Goldilocks could love. Just right. Profile tip number six. Avoid distracting backgrounds. Don't have anything in your background that distracts from your face find a simple background that can help ensure that you're the focal point. That doesn't mean it has to be a white empty space. You can take a picture outside in nature or against a painted wall. Just keep things simple without being boring. Profile photo tip number seven, wear what you wear to work or dress for the environment that you want to work in. If you don't wear a suit at work, don't wear a suit in your profile photo just because that seems quote professional. If you work in or see yourself working in a more business casual environment, then dress for the job that you have or the job that you want. If you're a creative professional and you work in an environment where bold colors, styles, tattoos, nose rings, etc. are the norm, then don't be afraid to let your freak flag fly and show yourself just exactly as you are. I think your goal should be to show your true self that you're most comfortable with in person as well as online so that people who are the right people for you will want to connect with you, work with you, hire you and promote you. Profile tip number eight. Take your photo in soft, natural light. Direct sunlight can make pictures look blown out and cloudy skies or dimly lit rooms can create shadows. So try standing facing a window with natural light, not with your back to the window. What you're shooting for is a nice, lovely glow where your face is fully visible and you don't have shadows that make you look old and dark. (laughs) Nobody wants that. So there you have it. Eight tips to create an awesome LinkedIn profile photo that gets the desired results. Now go tap into your inner photographer and take a great new profile picture to update your LinkedIn profile. Now let's talk about the background image that I mentioned earlier. At the top of your LinkedIn profile, you have an opportunity to add a background photo, which shows up behind the small box that includes your profile photo. For this background image, you can upload any photo that is 1,584 pixels by 396 pixels, or you can create a custom image that size using a free online tool like Canva to add some additional branding or flair. You can use this opportunity to showcase more of your company or your personal brand, to share your logo, a photo of your team, or a cool location in your workplace or your city. For example, my current background photo on my LinkedIn profile is an image of me speaking in front of a large audience. As a keynote speaker, this allows people to see me in action and adds credibility that I actually do what my profile says that I do. So let's move on to the, quote, meat of your profile. A few years ago, LinkedIn published results for a visual heat map study revealing where the eyes of viewers were drawn to first and most frequently on LinkedIn profiles. Where do you think people look first? Well, you probably guessed it. It's the profile photo as humans, were drawn to human faces, especially ones with a perfect Goldilocks smile that is not too small, not too large, but just right. The second place that eyes were drawn to on LinkedIn profiles was the headline, which is the sentence, phrase, or words that shows up under your name, profile photo, and background image. If you do nothing to change your headline, the default will be your current job title and your current company name. So if you're the human resources director at Acme Corporation, That's what your headline will reflect, and that means no one is going to be particularly compelled to click on your profile to learn more about you, to recruit you, or to connect with you before they might click on the profile of another human resources director that also shows up in their search results. How much more intrigued would you be or likely to click on a profile to learn more about someone if instead their LinkedIn profile headline was, I help burned out and frustrated HR professionals to take control of their careers? Well, that's my friend Julie Turney's profile headline. Just from that one brief sentence, I know what Julie does, who she helps, and how she does it, and I want to learn more. You can check out Julie's fantastic LinkedIn profile, which also contains a great summary, and learn more about her in episode 44 of the Impact Makers podcast. I'll link to both of those in the show notes. Or how about Josh Burson's headline, which is Global Industry Analyst, I study all aspects of HR, business leadership, corporate L&D, recruiting, and HR technology. Even if you don't know Josh, who's one of the leading researchers and voices in the people and HR technology spaces, you get a clear idea of what he does in just 17 words. Here's my best tip for you to create an effective LinkedIn profile headline. Make your headline more than just a job title and a company name. I want you to think of your headline as your own personal tagline. It's the single most important factor in making a strong first impression. A good headline helps people who are viewing your profile to understand your unique talents, how you create value, and the impact you made. Here's some more headline tips from the folks over at LinkedIn. Make it quick. Sum up what you do in a sentence or two. Make it catchy. Write a memorable sentence that gets attention. Make it you. Show how your personality and your job set you apart. For the last 13 years, I've spoken frequently on the topic of personal branding. In my workshops and training courses, I teach leaders how to understand and clarify their personal brand and how to use the formula following to create a personal brand statement that they can use to describe what they do to others in a concise sentence. This formula is also a great format to create a LinkedIn headline. Here it is for you. I am blank, which is your professional identity, who helps blank that is your audience, do or understand blank your unique solution so that blank the transformation or benefit that you create. So I am who helps do or understand so that. If you want to create a great personal brand statement that describes you well and helps you to get a great LinkedIn profile headline, I'd suggest downloading a copy of my free personal brand workbook which is a totally free 16-page guide designed to help you work through the types of work that you're best at, what you enjoy doing the most, and what opportunities you'd like to pursue. You can get your free workbook at jennifermcclure.net forward slash workbook and we'll add that link to the show notes if you'd like to download it to get started today. I also did a three-part series here on the Impact Makers podcast on the topic of personal branding back in episodes 23, 24, and 25. If you haven't listened to that series yet, I'd encourage you to scroll back or head to the show notes of this episode where there'll be links so you can check them out. Why all this talk about personal branding when we're focusing on LinkedIn profiles today? Because I want to encourage you to make 2023 the year that you gain clarity on your personal brand so you can use that information to update your LinkedIn profile and get it in great shape. Finally, let's cover one more important section on your LinkedIn profile, your about section or the summary. Here are some best practices and tips to make your profile summary one that will get read and will also help viewers to understand the work that you do, who you help, and how you create impact. First, your summary section should read like your very own marketing brochure, not like your resume. Write your summary in first person. Tell the person reading it what excites you about your work and answer questions like these What do you bring to the table that's different? Why are you passionate about your job? And what exactly makes you? you. In other words, turn your summary into your story and use this section to showcase thought leadership by highlighting your unique perspectives, insights, and accomplishments, as well as the impact you've made in previous roles. For a great example of a well-written LinkedIn profile summary, look no further than my friend Amber Naslin. Amber was my guest on this podcast back in episode 50, where she discussed how she balances a strong personal brand with a high-profile corporate career. She also happens to be a great writer, and she's an executive who actually works at LinkedIn, so it's no surprise that her LinkedIn summary rocks. I'll link to her profile in the show notes so you can check it out, but I'll also do a quick read of her summary for you here. Her summary reads as follows. B2B doesn't have to be boring. I'm a 20-year go-to-market leader proving every day that you can build a compelling, authoritative B2B brand, and it doesn't have to be dull. I'm currently applying that expertise to help LinkedIn's enterprise customers, some of the top brands in the world, build outstanding digital marketing and content strategies across the LinkedIn platform that create brand distinction, market share, authority, and revenue growth. I built and led teams and organizations across the entire B2B marketing discipline, including more than a decade leading remote and distributed teams from digital to social, content production, and field marketing. I've cultivated startup brands through exponential growth to exit and fortified Fortune 100 brands through clarity, consistency, and positioning. And now I'm applying all of that expertise to drive revenue and growth as a sales leader in our global enterprise business. My sales and marketing strategies always build for the future on a bedrock of sound fundamentals that never sacrifice effectiveness and impact for chasing the latest trends. Fast paced and high impact work exhilarates me. Building and developing diverse teams fulfills me. And continuous learning and adaptability is the backbone of both. When I'm not working on my next book, article, or my next industry talk, I'm restoring my brain cells on horseback or spending time with my kid and rescue dogs. So much goodness in Amber's profile summary. I know exactly what she does in her day-to-day work. I understand how she got there and what she brings to the table that makes her work and her life experience unique and compelling. Her work summary isn't boring, and she also shares a bit about her life and her interests outside of work, which you know that any profile summary that mentions horses will most certainly capture my attention. Here are 10 profile summary tips for you from the experts at LinkedIn that Amber makes good use of in her profile summary and that you can incorporate into your profile as well. Profile summary tip number one, describe what makes you tick. For example, when you wake up in the morning, what excites you and what are you looking forward to the most about your work? Profile summary tip number two, explain your present role. Who are you helping when you do your job? What's their main problem, and how do you help solve it? Profile summary tip number three, frame your past and provide context. If you've made career pivots, 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 (laughs) or have seemingly unrelated roles, connect the dots in your summary so that they make sense. Profile summary tip number four, highlight your career successes. Cite the biggest takeaway from your career experiences. Look across the roles that you've held and combine accomplishments if you can especially if you're in the mid to late career stage. Profile summary tip number five, reveal who you are. Tell a story that shows who you are as a person, not just as a professional. Great summaries hint at traits such as gratitude, humility, and humor. Authenticity is key, so be honest with yourself. Think of the one trait that you're most known for and weave it in your summary. Profile summary tip number six, share a bit about your life outside of work. Round out your identity by sharing a hobby, an interest, or a volunteer role. Relate your passions outside of work to your work if you can. And don't just share a personal information to add words to your summary. If you share a personal story, make sure it reinforces your professional strengths. Profile summary tip number seven, ask for what you want. Think about what you want your audience to do after reading your summary. Be specific and you'll more likely get what you want. Do you want them to invite you to connect? Tell them how. Do you want them to inquire about your coaching services? Point them in the right direction. Do you want them to check out career opportunities at your company? Direct them to your career site and tell them what the first step is that they need to take. Profile summary tip number eight. Use keywords in your summary. To improve your search rate on LinkedIn and on Google, include keywords in your summary that highlight your top skills. What keywords do you need to add or focus on? Well, check out some job descriptions or job postings on websites for roles that are similar to yours and see what keywords are used most often. Or you can check out some great profiles of other people on LinkedIn who hold a similar position to you and do the same thing. Profile summary tip number 10. Write how you speak. Use this pro writing tip when crafting your professional summary. Read your summary out loud after you write it so you can check your voice. If you wouldn't say it that way, don't write it that way. And finally, profile summary tip number 10. Create some white space in your summary. People are going to skim anything online, so keep them engaged by breaking up the text. Don't have long paragraphs. Use short sentences, bullet points if it makes sense but make sure that you keep them engaged and they can skim and still get the main points. Well, all right, then that's a lot of tips and advice for you to digest and hopefully act on related to just the top sections of your LinkedIn profile. However, I think that these are the most important sections for you to pay attention to in order to convey your personal brand and thought leadership in the most effective way. Your LinkedIn profile is an important source for connecting with people and opportunities that can be most beneficial for your life and career. So it's worth the time to invest in making it great. Next week, I hope you'll join me once again where we'll continue discussing LinkedIn. I'll share a few more LinkedIn profile tips for you as well as my philosophy about connections, how you can share content that gets engagement and how to use LinkedIn effectively to grow your influence in just a few minutes a day. I'll see you here next week, impact makers. It's time for you to get noticed, create change and grow your influence.